Happy Friday, friends. And welcome to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. For those of you that took the time to take your eyes away from the Masters for a second, Justin Rose just made another bogey. And in fact, it turns out that uh, that big lead he has is uh, slowly going away now, Andy. How was your first day of the Masters? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, decent. You know, some good stuff, some bad stuff. I bet on Bryson and I bet against Justin Rose. So those are two things that could have gone better. Like I actually, I legitimately have a Justin Rose to miss the cut bet. That is not looking great right now. I have a Bryson to win the tournament bet. Also not great, but a few, you know, a few things in between uh, low amateur. That guy is the best of the three amateurs right now, which is not saying much. I had some other uh, positions that didn't look too bad. Um, I'm checking the leaderboard right now. It was fun. Obviously, hole-in-one hit. Hole-in-one was a lot of fun. I've never – I don't think I've ever hit it on a on – a, you know, right away on a Thursday like this one. Because I bet these in other tournaments. So that was pretty awesome to get that one right away. I was just talking yeah. to you off the air about that. Um, wild Congratulations. Hit. If you listen to Mr. Yeah. Felica, who said hole-in-one on 16 exactly. He called the yeah. shot. Plus, that was plus one ten. That was nice. Yeah, that, and that's the thing too. That was, uh, you know, that hole in one. Usually, it's the pin position they do later in the tournament to make sixteen easy. But I mean, just uh, more uh, honestly, a lucky shot, really, because Fleetwood didn't have a birdie during his entire round. He just hit his first birdie of the tournament a little bit ago. He had a bad round with a hole in one, and that's how hole in ones happen. It's not like it, it oh, is. this guy's this guy's you know he's he's crushing the two. You know, you never see a hole in one from the guy who wins the tournament. It's just not how it works. I, I suppose it's it's happened, but it's always somebody that just hits one nice tee shot and lands. I was actually just looking uh, at some of my local courses, trying to figure out which one had the best driving range. And I looked at the one, and they have a par three near the turn. It's near the clubhouse, and you can give them five bucks, and it gets you a beer and a shot at uh, five grand if you hit a hole in one. So like, and you can That's just you don't have you don't have to do the beer. You can just give them like two dollars for the shot, and then you get your tee shot. If it if you jar it, it's like five grand, twenty five hundred for you, twenty five hundred for whatever charity around you want to pick. So, like I might go. I think you have to be playing around to do it. You can't just sit there on thirteen and you know be a dick and say I'm gonna hit like five tee shots here. But um, yeah, I've never hit one. It was awesome to get that out of the way. Really, I've really seen a couple, fun. but I've never, I've never hit one myself. And like you said, most of the time it's during a bad round. It's um, there's a lot to it. It was a fun day yesterday watching Bryson. Man, he looks just spooked, like lost, kind of confused. Uh, he he was teeing off. He's uh, what was it? He was hitting a three wood or like a five wood or something earlier, off off one of the holes. So I think he's he's a little outside of himself. As much as I do like Justin Rose, and I hope he does stay competitive here, it is nice that he's kind of fallen back to earth. I was a little worried that with the big round yesterday, coming out early, we know that the early tee times give you more of an advantage from a scoring perspective. I was a little worried he might come out, you know, not shoot a seven under again, but, you know, if he could go two or three under, if he can get to minus nine or minus ten when everybody else is hanging around four or five, it makes the weekend, you know, potentially kind of boring. So um, nothing against him personally, but. For yeah, I think he I, he just there. had an incredibly lucky shot where he hit well off the green, but it caromed off a hill and rolled right by the hole. If that was live, it's fun watching Phil struggle this morning. Yeah, uh, Deschambeau's within the you know he's he's close. I think he's a shot off the cut line right now. It'd be nice to get that one home. 
Hopefully Osborne plays a nice round. I can get low amateur. A couple other of those props come through. Some of it I won't settle till Sunday. Final score being 11 under or worse is looking decent. Better. I think I think that was a good line. I think we're going to end up right in that in the 9 to 12 range. So that'll be and a lot of fun. The highest round, or I'm sorry, the lowest round, I think was 64 and a half. So uh, Rose got close, but I think that's yeah, still he, he had a birdie putt on, on 18 for it. The worst round... I'm looking long had an 82. I think somebody needed to shoot like uh 85 or something. It's not fun to f- see Phil struggle if you bet on Phil. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it still kind of is. Oh, you can hear my master's on <laughs> if you heard that T shot. Um, yeah, Phil's, we, and we forgot about a lefty completely. And I feel bad about this between you and I. This, the Scottish kid is also a lefty. I bet a little bit on him, top debutante, and honestly, looking at the scoreboard right now, I just don't know if I can pick out all the debutantes. I think uh, probably Ortiz only is three or four, I think. Yeah, I think it was four or five, so I need McIntyre to play well. I didn't even really follow him yesterday. There's so much going on, and like you only have so many screens. I watched the, the, the leaders, and I watched a little bit of Amen Corner. Which uh, I don't know. I think I went two under on the um, Amen Corner yesterday. I don't see what these guys' <laughs> problems are. So I do not have any ads for today. I bet a couple of matchups early this morning that were not mine. I just tailed some people that I talked golf with. So nothing. To, I, I kind of uh, I got busy last night with family stuff and um, the live numbers. You know, if you don't have read. Uh, 12 to 1 is a bad number, but man, I think Patrick Reed's going to win this thing. Like, I'm excited to see him. That's one of the ones I have. So maybe that's my only that's my only one that's actually looking good. I should pull up the article, but uh, Patrick Patrick Reed isn't bad. Golf. A lot of golf. Love to hate him. And yes, there's a ton of golf left. So if I do have any ads, I'll probably have some round three stuff. I do like to play when we get into the, the final, you know, two rounds here. So I will have some matchups, but. Uh, you know, we'll have other sports today. We have basketball. So we enjoy do. it. And, yes, I, I mean, I'm watching. I, I'm looking at Phil right now. I'm still watching the Masters while we're doing the show. <laughs> I don't care. It's Masters Friday. Um, that pimento cheese I made was pretty good. I posted a picture on Twitter. What'd you put it on? Just, like, white bread, nothing, nothing yeah, crazy? Yeah, I, I think you have to go white bread. I think you have to keep it real simple. It's not a fancy sandwich. So I enjoyed that. And, yeah, with that, let's get into some picks for today. Uh, how'd the total do last night? I honestly didn't follow. Not along. great. Unfortunately, Not great. we lost again. At least this time, it wasn't painstakingly close. Um, yeah, Dallas and, and Milwaukee—that game never really got going. Giannis did end up going out, and um, both teams looked tired and kind of disinterested. So, remind me to ask Not you how best. things went again when we get to tennis, though, because I, I set you up for failure there. I'm going to set you up for it's okay. uh, being a champion that. there. So well, we got to be honest, the, you know. You know, you can't just give me the good. We got to give you the bad. That's true. The Heat won, though. Heat won, and hopefully we can get some other losses here. So for tonight, though, another total. We're going over again. Denver, San Antonio. Again, the Nuggets continue to play very, very well. Um, Jamal Murray's questionable here. You know, again, not too worried about that. Even with him out, I have this game closer to 224, almost 225 myself. So 220 is good. I think 221 is fine as well, but I'd probably draw the line right about there. Two teams. You know, very efficient offensively. San Antonio, their pace has been better since they've lost um, LaMarcus Aldridge. You know, again, they look pretty clean from an injury perspective as well. Uh, again, I expect this to be a pretty up and down game. 
Denver themselves is on a three and four, which should give San Antonio a little bit of an advantage here. And San Antonio being so guard heavy with Jamal Murray possibly being out should actually help them put a, a decent number. So I think this game will be competitive. I think it will be fairly um, quickly paced. So let's go over 228 tonight, Andy. Are you done with that? Trying to find the right window now. I'm going back and forth here. So, all right. Denver, San Antonio over two, two and a fifth, 200 and a, a fifth of another hundred. Looks like there's some other good games. I might actually watch Rockets Clippers. Clippers just play every goddamn night. They're it's, big favorite. At this, at this time of the season, everybody's playing every other night. And this is kind of the Clippers' turn to get beat up here for a little it's bit. It's still so. weird to see such big numbers against the Rockets. Like, it's not so long ago that they were a good team. It's funny how quick teams can turn uh, the other way especially like some of the stuff we saw early from the Warriors. And either way, um, somebody asked yesterday about baseball, and I talked a little off air with Alex about this too. I did find some baseball I liked. I don't fully understand my model yet. Um, I'm still fiddling with uh, the inputs and outputs. A lot of it is, you know, based on my priors, but I am starting to weight in some of these things. Everything's such a small sample size, so you can't put hardly any weight into this. But I did a little with Cincinnati, just how well they're they're playing well, but it's because they played a bad team. Like the Pirates are maybe historically bad. I don't know. Like uh, I, I know a lot of people from Pittsburgh. I there's a lot of people in the game. Everybody from the gambling space is from Pittsburgh somehow. But I know some Pittsburgh fans. Boy, that can't be fun to watch. And you have a beautiful park, and you really a great park, a great aesthetic too. Like the, the cool black and black and yellow, like everything about it's cool. But man, that team fucking sucks. And Cincinnati beat the tar out of them. I did enter uh, Mr. Ostrowski's baseball, whatever you want to call it, um, Survivor League, and I took Cincinnati. So I did have Cincinnati. They needed to win three out of six games. They swept Pirates by like a million runs. So it was nice to get the first run out of the way. Good job. But yeah, Cincinnati, Arizona here. These are like, uh, they're down to the third third pitcher. So, and somebody is asking best book to find these hit run error lines. I don't know 100% on the legal books, what we have right now, but I've found them on the old five dimes. It's called Bet Any Sports now. Um, I found them on like my book, some of the bad offshores, like my bookie Bavada. Um, for sure, Bet Online has them for sure. I know Bet Online or Low Vig. So I will yeah. kind of hunt around. I'll look, uh, you know what? I'll do a treasure hunt over the weekend. I'll let you know where everybody has all these. So they're some up a they're little later, too. And they're checking an hour or two, they might be up. Yeah, sometimes they're in funny spots as well. Sometimes they're going to be under props. Some have like, you know, the game and you expand the game and it's right under there under the menu with the derivatives. Like it's it's with the first five and stuff. So you, you might have to hunt around a little look. But once you know where they're at, then it's, you know, not an issue anymore. So, yeah, since the Arizona, we have, it's like, the, what, third, third or fourth starters going here. It's probably probably one of Cincy's worse, worse or starties. And the, the best part about this is I don't watch enough baseball to like know how to pronounce a lot of these guys' names, especially NL baseball. We'll, we'll just go with Mala, Male, Tyler Mala. He, he did again, he pitched, but I think I'm going to check. I think the last time he pitched, it was against like the pirates. So some of these, some of these pitching numbers for Cincinnati are going to be a little goofy. Not that Arizona's good, but um, I will be, I will be backing the over and then Detroit Cleveland too, even though 
this is ticked down a little. The total is actually ticked up a touch. And this is just a case of, you know, two bad teams playing each other. Cleveland is worse than I thought they'd be this year. And again, these are two. Um, Julio can't think of his last name right now. He looked good in his first start for, but uh, again, we're still early in the season. These are still your third pitcher out. Um, I think third in the rotation for both. So kind of, we're kind of at the same spot. Although I did try to nail on an ace earlier in the week, and that didn't go real well. So betting overs, just cheering for lots of hits and runs. Home runs are good because that's a hit and a run. You know, an error where a run scores, that's even better. Maybe a home run with an error. I don't even know if that's possible. I'm not sure how that all blows out. And, yes, the wind blowing out in Cleveland, that is, I think, a reason why some of these totals are ticking back up. So that's my baseball looks for the day. I'll continue to monitor how that goes, and I'll just kind of update you, let you know how things are rolling with that. Hey, Alex, how did tennis go yesterday? Pretty good. We well, there's, a, there's a name there. I remember. Azorio Serrano. Serrano. I feel like it better is like a plus 150. Yeah, Julio Tehran. Something like there that. So she took care of business early. That's right, Julio Tehran. I, 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 how do I know his first name and his last one? That bothers me. <laughs> I like that. It's just an interesting tick. You remember everyone's first names, never their last names. Very difficult when looking up emails. Miss Serrano got it done for us. She won as, like you said, as like a plus 150 underdog. Coco Goff, unfortunately, Lauren Davis let us down. She served for the second set twice and couldn't get it done, but took it all the way to a tie break. So we got our over 20 and unfortunately couldn't hit that nice plus 180 on the over two and a half sets. But the good news is, and to foreshadow a little bit, folks, Coco Goff won. So let's try to remember that. We'll start in Bogota. Um, we'll go back here. Miss Serrano, minus three games. I was actually able to get this when it opened at plus money, but I think standard juice is just fine. Again, very well suited for this situation. She's playing Stephanie uh, Vogele, who did come here, has, play, has won a couple matches, but got very lucky from a scheduling perspective and you know really probably doesn't deserve to be here. So we'll take Serrano minus the three games. And then we have a parlay. We're going to take somebody from Bogota, Lara Arua Barrena and uh, Yulia Putinseva. But Yulia Putinseva is actually playing in Charleston. So you got to go two places there, put them together. Arua Barrena is um, fantastic in Bogota. She plays here. She's played here, I think, like seven or eight times. She's never done worse than the quarterfinals. She's won it once. She's finished second or third a bunch of times. So really like her. She has a great matchup today against Harmony Tan, a qualifier who, again, benefited from some really nice and, and easy matches. So happy to take Lara there. And then Putin Seva, a little smaller favorite, right around minus 160, maybe 155 when I played this. I have this closer to minus 170, almost minus 175 um, against Naka Kavinic. So happy to put the two of them together for plus 145. So uh, a game spread and a parlay there for you for the afternoon, Andy. Yeah, that's uh, that's funny. I, and I did – I kind of took that out. I took the uh... – Whatever you want to call it, the the label out on that one. It did say you did you did label it nicely for me. It just didn't fit in the screen nice, so I took it out. So no, if right. you are putting this parlay together, some books will just list all their WTA together. Some books will split it up because there are two tournaments, two clay tournaments, but different colored clay and different countries, continents, all that. So you you do need to find one of these women in Bogota and one of these women in uh, Charleston, <laughs> and we got this talking about uh, trying to write that in cursive. That makes me that makes me laugh. That makes me think of the Rurudo, uh, Phil Rurudo yeah. thing from like he's, Billy he's, Madison. He's, he's an umpire anyway. Yeah. yeah. 
We actually had a spelling bee one year on the Net Worth podcast, and maybe we'll have to bring that back. Um, there's quite a bit of fantastic names in the WTA. There's one, Vikal Yanseva, that's um, pretty ridiculous. Greta Mikapulo is one that's like almost, I think, like 18 letters or something. It's just a mess. But <laughs> I like Marudo. that. We'll go back to Charleston and back to a Coco Golf over. Now, normally we would have a stack here. I'd be excited. The market actually finally adjusted here a little bit. They hung 21 and a half, which I think is a pretty solid number. But as I started to look at some of the derivatives and, you know, some places have an alternate spread bookmaker, for example, let you buy or sell up or minus half a game. Bovada has a little bit of a list. Bet any sports will do that. And I think just about all the, well, I know FanDuel does. I don't know if any, if DraftKings will let you do it, but a handful of books will let you instead of paying, you know, minus 115 or or minus 110 if you're lucky on the 21 and a half. I like the over 22 games here, plus 105. And we were talking about this pre-show. Selling is almost always to your value, and was able to do kind of a, a quick, um, crude calculation, if you will, to look at it this morning. And you know, based on what I'm seeing historically in some of these matches, um, you know, there's about a 15 percent, almost 15 and a half percent of the time, there's a match that go over 21 and a half games land on 22. You start to look at that push probability and put it together. It's actually better to sell the half a game here. So instead of taking the juice at twenty one and a half, and you know, frankly, I think there is a chance that this could go under. Um, you know, there is a chance that either Jabor or Coco Golf put this away nice and neatly in two sets. But you know, there was no value on the over two and a half set price. They hung it, I think, right around one forty, maybe one forty five. That's a solid number. But this twenty two plus one and a half, I saw some value here. So happy to play that. What do you think, Andy? Yeah, and especially I love selling. And I mean, there's a million. We have this argument in the tennis chat all the time when people try to, oh, this is a dead number and that's a dead number. It's like, maybe, but you do have to start waiting. Like, if you want to talk about dead numbers and people talk about handicaps, like, oh, you know, minus one and a half, why wouldn't you just bet the two? Or when some people even say, lay the juice, just bet the money line. Like, you do have to start taking into account maybe the price for the three sets that we talk about a lot in these stacks. Like, if you actually look at what is the price that this goes three sets, now go take the price that it goes two sets, remove the VIG from that, actually figure out some percentage based on what, like, Bookmaker says, and figure out what are the odds this goes to a third set. And then you can start looking at, because all bets are off when you get to a third set as far as, you know, handicap dead numbers, live numbers, whatnot, because you can end up with, you know, six, two versus four, six, you know, vice versa. You know, it, things get really goofy when you get into that third set. So I think that's something, you know, you, you do need to take some co context when you're looking at anything like this and start talking about numbers like this. And, you know, the, the fact is too, that we talked about this, you can't have an 11 game set. There's no 11 game sets. So, you know, it's you You are looking for a tiebreaker. You're looking for a 7-5 here. But uh, I do think this probably goes three sets anyway. Just like you said, maybe not some value on that prop this time. Yeah, you know, just because there isn't value in some of those major markets, you got to look around. And, and then, like you said, as you start to buy and sell games, and um, one of the hardest things to do and to learn as a sports better is to try to figure out how to correlate the value from a money line to a spread to you know the differences and things like that and, and as you can start to figure that out get good at that math you'll have a real advantage it's, it's a 
You know, everyone knows how to open a bunch of books and look for the best price. The next level of that is knowing how to open a bunch of books, look at the prices, and then also the derivatives and try to figure out where the best price is from that perspective. So in this particular case, I, th I think the better value here is 22 at plus 105 or better as opposed to 21 and a half at say minus 15 or even minus 110. Okay. Good. All right, closer out for not only today, but the week. One more total. One more total. And apologies to Miss Bedosa, who's been very kind to us. Forgot to put the A there on the end. She is playing Ashley Barty. I expect this to be a very competitive match. 19 and a half. Um, a lot of value for me here on the over. I would have hung this probably 20 and a half. Um, you know, I don't think it quite deserves the respect of 21. Barty's been great. She just continues to be one of the not the best players playing tennis right now. Um Bedosa, though, very competitive, and, and I don't think Barty's going to mind, you know, kind of holding and letting this match kind of get through a little bit. So I think there's a great chance at 6-4, six, 6-4, four, six, four, maybe a 7-5, 6-2 kind of scenario here. You know, again, Bedosa's very comfortable in kind of this combo hard clay situation. So a couple over for, overs for us here in tennis to finish out the week while we try to maybe distract ourselves from the Masters if your outrights aren't doing so well. If uh, you have money invested in Bryson DeChambeau, who looks downright spooked. He saw a spooky, yeah. spooky ghost. I do have a Spieth over Rory ticket that I'm feeling very good about. Rory still being lost is nice. A couple I of my not a bit Rory to yeah. miss the cut. A couple of my tickets aren't looking so bad, so I just need a few men to to continue to play well. It looks like ooh, my my amateur actually picked up a couple strokes. He went down a couple. He picked up a couple. I have a little bit on him to make the cut. And the cut line, as of right now, he is one off. We need to pick up one stroke or have some people play badly. So it would be nice. And good luck to all your Masters bets, your baseball bets, your NBA bets, your NHL bets, golf, tennis, F1, NASCAR. I'm sure there's even some UFC this weekend. If you are betting that, we encourage you to get an account with our sponsor, WinBet. Please. $500 risk-free bet. You can find the links to sign up. In our pinned tweet at BrownBagBets on Twitter. Follow us there as well. Follow us on the BetSperts app, Andy and Alex Christensen, those spaces. And you know what? We'll see you Monday and we'll talk about who won this damn thing. Have a great weekend. Do, 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 do. I can't find the button, so I'm just going to do it myself. Do, do, do. anyone wants to record themselves playing us on acoustic guitar, feel free to send it to us. And yeah, this is license-free music, so...